So tell me this, have you had your fill yet? Enough scary tales to sate you? Oh, you want more? How defrightful! How about a ghostly tale that takes place in beautiful Scotland, in a castle no less? Gather round and listen to The Girl in the Tower by John Harrison, read by Penny Scott Andrews, Andy Cresswell, and Graham Rowett. The noise on the bus was absolutely deafening. They screamed, laughed, and shouted so loud, it felt like someone was playing the drums inside my head. I pushed my way past all the first years and claimed the seat at the back of the bus, whilst I tried to work out why the younger kids had to be so loud. Owen appeared through the crowd. Smile, man. It may never happen. It already has. We're here, aren't we? Well, whose fault is that? Yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, at least we still get to go on a trip. Yeah, to a castle with the first years, instead of to the team park with the rest of our year. Don't start with that rubbish again. Listen, I'm being serious. It's well known. There is a few. But he never got to finish. Miss Taylor came onto the front of the bus. Instantly, the first years fell silent. It was eerie just how silent it was after all that noise. For a moment, Miss Taylor didn't say a word. She just looked round the bus. Right. Good morning, everyone. Please make sure you stay in your seats and keep your seatbelts fastened. It should only take about an hour to get to Longmore Castle. Ah, I nearly forgot. Today we welcome Owen and Josh onto our trip with us. If you'd like to come to the front, please, boys. I have saved two seats for you here. Oh, miss. No arguments, boys. Come on, it's pointless arguing. We got up and walked down the aisle. I could feel the eyes of the first years looking at us and hear them whispering as we passed. I slumped down into a seat on the opposite side of the aisle from Miss Taylor. Owen sat down next to me. That's it, boys. Now fasten those seatbelts and we can get underway. It's going to be a really fun day. A fun day? I couldn't think of anything worse, but thanks to Owen and his constant pranks, here I was. I turned and stared out of the window. What Owen had said about the castle being haunted ran through my mind. It couldn't be, could it? After an hour that felt more like three, we pulled into a large car park. On top of a hill, an old castle stood looking down over the valley below. The first years all started muttering excitedly to each other. A young woman with a clipboard was waving excitedly at the coach and Owen couldn't help but to laugh. We won't be having any of your nonsense today, Owen. Do you understand? Yes, miss. No nonsense, got you. Hmm. Right, everyone, we're going to get off the coach and line up neatly at the side of the coach, okay? Come on then, let's go. Me and Owen dived off straight away to get away from the crush. I stood there staring up at the castle. I don't know why. I just couldn't help it. A shiver ran up my spine and I realized the lady with the clipboard had been speaking and I hadn't even heard any of it. A feeling of confusion washed over me. I glanced up at the castle again, but I could have sworn I saw a young girl stood near the entrance. You okay? You've gone as white as a sheet. Uh, yeah, I just thought I saw a... A ghost! I knew it! I told you this place was haunted! No, it was a young girl. She was stood up there. I looked back. But she wasn't there anymore. My blood felt cold as it ran through my body. How can something be there and then not? 
The front of the castle was incredibly open, and there's no way she could have walked away. I'd still be able to see her. The only way she could have gone was across the long lawn, and although there were people there, none of them was a young. I told you. What did I say? Come on, Josh, admit it. I was right. Cut it out, man. There's no such thing as ghosts. Come on, boys. We're heading in. Let's go. The castle was old, cold, and incredibly boring. For what felt like forever, we followed our guide from room to room. He explained all about the old furniture, what life would have been like for those living here all these years ago, the history of the place and the families that had once lived here. By the time we approached the bedrooms, I was already distracted and looking for something else to do. Owen had already messed about too much and been told to walk with Miss Taylor at the front. Me, on the other hand, I'd kept me head down and slowly inched my way right to the back of the group. We rounded a corner, and the group began to file into another bedroom. That's when I saw her again. She stood in a doorway right in the corner of the corridor. She was very pale, and her clothes looked like they belonged in another time, like she was one of the staff dressed up to show off what people living here would have worn. She smiled and waved at me to follow. I looked back into the bedroom, and Miss Taylor was busy telling Owen off again. The girl waved at me to follow her again. I made my choice and followed her through the door. Stone steps wound their way up, and she set off as I struggled to keep up. She took them surprisingly quickly. Hey, slow down a bit, will you? She turned and smiled, but made no attempt to slow down, and I was starting to get out of breath. <sighs> Who are you anyway? And where are we going? This time she didn't look back. She spoke, and it sent a shiver through my whole body. We must hurry. Time is not on our side. I'm not ashamed to say that I did think about turning back. Her voice was haunting, and I'd begun to regret my decision. The higher we climbed, the faster she seemed to get, until I could no longer see her. The only sign that she was still in front of me was her footsteps. I could still hear them slapping against the stone as she went. My lungs burned and my legs screamed in protest when finally the steps stopped. Blocking the way was an old wooden door. I froze. My heart thumped loudly in my ears. Where had she gone? She can't have gone through here. I would have heard the door open. I stood silently listening for any clues, but all that answered me was silence. I turned, looking back the way I'd come. Had I missed a turning? Hurry. Please, you must hurry. It came from beyond the door. I shivered. The temperature seemed to have dropped, and I could now see my breath. Voices at the bottom of the steps made me jump. I couldn't make them out properly. They were muffled, but it sounded like a couple of men. Then the footsteps started up. Come quick, through the door. I tried the handle, but no luck. It was stuck. I could hear them getting faster, coming closer. Hurry! I pushed and pushed, but the door wouldn't budge. The footsteps got louder and louder. Any second they'd be coming around the corner. I strained and pushed, but the door didn't even give a creak. I stepped back. Footsteps gaining behind me. Door locked in front. I had one option left. I ran. Hitting the door at full speed, it flew open and I landed in a heap on the floor. The door slammed behind me. I got to my feet, 
dusted myself down as I took in my surroundings. A fire roared away in the fireplace. The room was small and basic. A bed stood in the corner, a dresser and a mirror in the other. Hunched over in front of the fire was the young girl I'd followed. She was crying. Hey, are you okay? What's going on? Silence. She continued to cry, but never once tried to look at me. Listen, everything's going to be fine. My teacher's down there. She'll be able to help you. It is too late. Too late for what? I inched my way closer to her. She stopped crying and began to turn towards me. Too late for me? I screamed and fell backwards, hitting my head hard on the dresser. Her face... Her face wasn't her face anymore. It was a... A... A skull. She stood over me and I began to cry. I'm sorry. I'm just so lonely. I have no one to play with. I screamed again, so loud it hurt my throat. I heard banging and footsteps coming up the passageway. The door banged open, but my world went black. A couple of days later, I returned to school. Owen told me how they'd heard me screaming just as they had started to come up the steps with the tour guide. Of course he had to tease me about crying and screaming. I didn't mind. I know how he would have done just the same if he had seen what I had. Most of all, though, he wanted me to tell him about the girl, about what I'd seen. You see, what I didn't know, what I couldn't have known, was that next on the tour was the room they found me in. A room that isn't normally open to the public. The room where they found a young servant girl, dead. I now know that ghosts are real, just like Owen said. We went back to the castle that weekend. This time, Owen saw her too. Stood in the window in the tower. She was smiling, waving at us to come and join her. I think she wants us to come and play.